Hello. Wait. Okay, is it going? Hey, hey, hey! Hello, and welcome to Totally Wong, the first episode of the season. We're gonna, and, and I'm here, too. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Zodiac Killer uh, when we get into this episode. Super scaly. Uh, but before that, uh, so between season two and season three, we got a review. Yeah, five and, stars. And Zach's going to read it because I can't pronounce the, <laughs> the name. I'm not going to have any luck either. It's spelled weird, but let's give it a shot. Bwick, Bwick. Um, spell it. Just spell it. B h u y w e k. Bichuek. Bichuek. Let me see it. See. Bichuek. Bichuek. Buick. Oh, Buick. Maybe. Get yourself a Buick today, boys. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, Buick says amazingly great. Five stars. Love the different forms. Always learn something new and interesting from the show. Smiley face. Would you say this is like a Smiley face, or just a smiley face? It's a smiley face. Smiley face. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for the rating, man. I'm a five star. Or a woman. Person. Yeah. <laughs> Persons, they, them. There we go. All right. Well, without further ado, enjoy the episode. Also, I want to say thanks for putting your beer next to my beer, so no, I don't know whose beer is whose. Well, the one that's less is the one who's more of an alcoholic, so <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Enjoy. Like the original Superman? Oh, really? Uh, okay, nice. so let's uh, jump into this. Hello, and welcome to the Totally Wong Podcast. I'm Eric Wong, and here I'm with my friend, Zach Green. Say hey. hi, Zach. Hey, what's going on? I'm Zach. Uh, I'm here to, to talk about murder. I didn't just feel like on all my true crime episodes, almost. Well, hey. except the John Bonet one, for the first time we did it, was fucked up. Yeah. And then I redid it with Tommy and Trevor, but then you did BTK... I did do BTK, yeah. I feel like we did another one. I feel like we did do John Bonet. We did, but we did it with Diana, but the audio got corrupted. Oh, that's right, that's right. So, oh man, I think I, yeah, I have been on the true crime ones. Man, I've been on a true crime kick. It's lately. hard not to be when you're stuck in the house all the time and like you can't get out much. The only thing you can think about is murder. Just watching documentaries, especially that's all I did over the quarantine was just watch documentaries when I was off of work. Yeah, I was, I got into, I went the other direction. I went into like uh, science documentaries, like uh, how the universe works and stuff like that. That's always <laughs> flat Earth. Yeah, which I still don't. Oh my god, I gotta dive into that. There's got to be some compelling. It is the most entertaining. We can do it. Do an episode. We should do an episode on it. You really should. It is the most entertaining insane dumb stuff i've ever seen and i just love it i love it well i mean i got a list of like conspiracy crap i've been wanting like db cooper when he robbed the uh he held a airplane ransom for like a a million dollars or some shit holy crap and then uh, parachuted off the plane and has never been found again and they don't know if he died uh they found like a stack of money but they don't know what happened to him he was one of the first people to really hijack a plane uh, I've been wanting to do uh, Jack the Ripper. 
which yeah. kind of ties into what we're talking about today in a in a sense. In a way, and it ties into H.H. H. Holmes, too. I feel like you got to do We an, did do H.H. H. Holmes. Okay, so th- I feel like that's the same episode because they're thought to be the same person. Yeah, uh, but today we are talking about the Zodiac. I, I think one of the things that why people are so... 2006 movie starring Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, and some other people. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> oh my god, he is in that. Yeah. Uh, so, Mark. I think the thing with like killers like the Zodiac or Jack the Ripper, there's such a huge cult following is because they have never been caught. Yeah. And they're very similar if you think about it. So Jack the Ripper, quick... You know, I can do a whole episode on him, and I plan to. But just to cut it short, he only killed five people. Yes, or or claimed five people, or yeah. it's been proven that he only killed five people. Right, exactly. And I think the Zodiac totals up to like confirmed five. confirmed five, thought to be more. Yeah, which um, is pretty interesting in itself as well. So I have notes, people, and uh, I scribble notes at work like a madman. Yeah, it's it's true. It. It's a little it, suspicious. It looks like the notes of a serial I, I really hope no one at work, when I'm like on break, sees my, my little notepad out and it's, just scrolls through it and sees all this <laughs> murder. The, <laughs> the fifth victim. Uh, so, the, <laughs> the first known Zodiac killing, uh, well, when this all started, was on December 20th, 1968. It was... David Faraday, uh, age 17, and Betty Lee Jensen, uh, age 16. This was their first date at Lake Herman yeah. Road. Uh, I don't really know much about it that much. I know that um, they were just shot down. Yeah, so it's actually pretty interesting. I do know about this one. So not only were they shot down, the crazy thing is he... So in his letter, he talks about how he stalked them. I you know, you're not... You're not confusing this with uh, Michael Majo, maybe, and, but and Darlene Farron, which is oh, that's right, the ones, the the guy who the is it is this the one where the guy lived and the girl didn't? Yeah, no, they both uh, tragically these two both died. Okay, so I'm thinking of a different one then. Uh, but yeah, these two were shot down at Lake at Lake Herman Road on their first date. Sadly, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I know one thing that they said. Not to jump too far ahead, but a lot of people discredit Robert Graysmith's book, calling it a lot of fabrication and a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And I was really diving into it, and a lot of it makes sense. Yeah. That's the interesting part about it is because I feel like people... I feel like people want to disregard it, like, to uh, downplay the things he wrote about and his connections only because it just... Some of some of it makes a little too much sense. It's it would give a little bit too much credence to like his theories, which have already well, been proven look wrong. At everything for the longest time, I think the book came out like what eighty six. So since eighty six, everything that the public knew about the Zodiac came from his book. Right. So he pretty much wrote a murder, in a way. Yeah, it's true. And uh, his book focuses mainly on Arthur Allen Lee as a suspect, and right, really. Exactly kind of manipulates everything into viewers not viewers uh the readers uh thinking okay well this guy's the fucking killer right but, same with the movie uh so we get to our second victims july 4th 1969 michael i i don't think anyone knows how to pronounce his last name i'm just gonna call it majo majo age 19 and Dar- 
Darlene Farron, age 22, they were gunned down uh, at Blue Rock Springs in Vallejo. Uh, so one thing, like I was saying with Robert Graysmith's book, is he kind of sets up the scene where this always happened at like a lover's lane yeah, like kind of thing. Point. But a lot of them were just kind of just curves off the edge of a road. Yeah, that, exactly. You know, it wasn't necessarily like a everyone's going to park here and make out and right, whatever. Exactly. Uh so, uh, Darlene Farron, she was known to apparently have affairs. Yeah. Uh, her former husband, Dean, kind of even talked about how he wishes it wasn't true, but he has a feeling that it was. Okay, yeah. I do um, remember that. Now, the killer walked up to the passenger side. Uh, he had a, uh, like a handle flashlight. Yeah, like a, like a mag light. Yeah, 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 and uh, pretty much as soon as they, Michael rolled down the window, he just started he firing. Shot out of him. And uh, pretty much Darlene died, and Michael survived. He, he, yeah, he lived, but he suffered like permanent nerve damage. I yeah. heard and because of this, he went through like a hard life of like depression and drugs and petty theft and, and stuff like that to where. Uh, for the longest time, people thought that this had to deal with him. Right. Like, like he was targeted. They said something about the fact he wore, like, three or four sweaters. So they thought he was a burglar because, like, all you got to do was steal a house. Right, exactly. Change, take a sweater off, and boom, your description's different. Uh, and they believed that it was also drug-related, that Darlene was killed by a drug dealer. Right, they think that, too. But I, what I think about it, the most interesting thing about this one is how he just he called it in on the nine one one like he called he called it in to the police himself. So there's a theory on that though. Okay. Supposedly the phone call to the dispatch came in ten minutes after the initial nine one one phone call. So Pete, there was uh, this one detective I was listening to on a documentary. He was basically saying what he thinks happened is there was just some guy listening in on a on a radio okay and decided just to fucking call 911 and take credit for it because what he said on the phone was word per word what the police dispatch was huh and then he just added the uh, uh goodbye like that yeah uh, i still like that he called I, I i like to believe that he called because again that's most serial killers almost kind of want to be caught in a way uh, they like the game of potentially being Yeah, caught. but is it for the game or is it because they want to be secretly stopped? Like, this is the only way. I would say that there, there could be, that's, that's an aspect you can think of it because there are some that you could, you could say wanted to be stopped because they didn't want to kill people. Like, they wanted to, but they didn't want to. They realized what they were doing was wrong. But there are just some, I think there are some people who, like, are, are, obviously the Zodiac Killer is a smart dude. Very yeah. much smarter than the average that person. That we know. That we know. <laughs> I mean, could just be some weirdo. We never know. But, like, majority of serial killers are generally smart people. Smarter than average in some ways. So, some of them get really caught in really dumb ways. 
like the BTK. BTK got caught because he. Oh, Ted! But look at how Ted, Ted Bundy, Bundy got caught. He got caught. Uh, he got. I think he blew a stop sign. Yeah. And they asked, and then he blew a stop sign, and the cops like, uh, "This guy kind of looks like the police description." Oh and they just God. look in the. Yeah, they, exactly. they looked in the back of his trunk, and he had his whole kill kit in the back of his car. Uh, there was another killer. I forgot who it was, but they got caught via uh, traffic stop. Yeah. Who the hell it was? But at the same time, a lot of serial killers almost get caught, and the police turn the other way. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, that happened. BTK, BTK I think that yeah, happened. Exactly. Um, eventually, I'll get to it, but Zodiac gets away. Yeah. Based, or So we believe from the cops. Uh, we get our third victims. Uh, at the lake, right? Yes. Yeah. At, you know, I think I, I, I jumped ahead. So we got our first letter. Yeah, we get the first letter before the next victim. Yes. So, so, first... so July 31st, 1969, he sent, I think it's called the 340 cipher. Yeah. And he, he sends that into the Chronicle, Vallejo Times, and uh, a couple other places. Uh, and uh, a... Sorry, people. My notes are just fucking all over the place. It's all good, man. I don't. I. I'm not mad, but it's the, just gonna take more the, time for me to. Listeners. More time for me to edit this. The listeners uh, are. I'm waiting. all over the place. Um, it, you are. Well, either way, uh, uh, it's uh, embarrassing. A married couple. I believe they were uh, teachers. They were school teachers. Yeah. They saw the code in the newspaper, and then they decided to take a crack at it. Their daughter, I guess, does uh, conventions about it. Yeah. And she was saying that, like, her dad came home one day and he uh, realized, you know, there was no supper ready. <laughs> and he just looks at his at, at his wife and she was sitting at, like, the kitchen table or the dining room table from morning till dusk to, till nighttime working on this code that they were trying to work on the night before. And I guess he, like, gave her, gave her a kiss on her cheek and just realized... And, the way the daughter looked at it, like, man, they were in love. <laughs> like, oh, that's sweet. Uh, so I guess one of the ways they found it was they were looking. I guess the most commonly used double le- uh, double letter is L's. Okay, yeah. And they they looked at it like, okay, well, you know, he, if he's a serial killer, he's going to use the word kill. Right. Exactly. So from that, they were able to really crack the code. Uh, I can't read all the letters because. The handwriting is just fucking a mess. Yeah, it is. Uh, he wrote everything in a hurry. Uh, so I'm going to read my best. This is the deciphered uh, 340. I think it's called the 340. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I know it's a number. Actually, it's 342, Eric. <laughs> uh, I like killing people because it is something... Oh, I like killing people because it is so much fun... It is more fun than getting your rocks off with a girl. Oh, God, I can't read it. I like killing. It's so much fun. Either way, it says something like, it is more fun than getting your rocks off with a girl. Uh, everyone I kill will become slaves in the afterlife. And pretty much, he, he promised in this code he was going to give his name. I think a lot of people fucking knew he wasn't. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh I don't think he's that fucking stupid. And pretty much he gave like all these let, uh, random symbols at the end. And to this day, people still try to like decipher it and figure out what means what. Yeah. And uh, I think he did that just to fuck with people. Yeah. 
course. And that's why I think he likes that's and that's the indication that he kind of likes the the game or the chase or whatever. The idea of somebody maybe maybe getting close to catching it uh, kind of thing. This is basically what uh, you know Jack the Ripper. Well, Jack the Ripper didn't send codes, but Jack no. the Ripper much started he was the first per the serial killer to write to the press yeah he was granted if you look into that they will tell you a lot of that sh- the letters were like forgeries or fucking like fakes just to, just to stir up tabloids um but i mean it's that's it, that's i think that's what people like about about serial killers in the first place is this just like this abnormal behavior that leads to this kind of person wanting to kill people is pretty interesting. And not only that, with, with the letters, I mean, the handwriting in this case plays one of the biggest factors. Yeah, it's, inc- and it's incredible how big of a factor. I can barely even read it. Uh, the Dear Editor was the first one, so it's like, yeah. I, I'm going to try to read it right now. Dear Editor, I am the killer of the two teens last Christmas of Lake Herman. The girl lost Fourth. The girl last Fourth of July, to which I only something the police know. To which only the police know. Yeah, the only Christmas. The police I, know. Literally, it's it's chicken scratch. No. Uh, but pretty much, he was saying, you know, you, if you don't publish my letters, shit's gonna get even worse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we move on to our third victims uh, on September twenty seventh, nineteen sixty nine. Brian Hartnell, age 20, and Cecilia Shepard were at Lake Berryessa in Napa County. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were a couple. I heard they were a couple that they were broken up. They were just kind of getting back together. I don't... something like that. uh, Pretty much they... I want to say he probably had the most time with the supposed Zodiac killer. Yeah, he spoke to them. I mean... He's saying he's going to rob them, but still. Well, he shows up. He's wearing a black executioner hood. Yeah. He's got a bullseye on him, which is his trademark Zodiac symbol. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pretty much, he fucks with them in the, in the worst way. He pretty much tr- makes them set each other up for their own death. Yeah. Saying like, hey, just tie him up and I'll tie you up and then... You know, if you tie him up, we'll be out of here. We'll be out of here quick. Right, exactly. I just want your keys to the car. I'm an escape convict. I want to go to Mexico or whatever the hell. Um, so, once he, th- you know, he tries to gain some form of trust. Right, exactly. And once they're tied up. Well, he gives them the hope of surviving. Exactly. And then once he looks around, once, the, you know, once they're tied up, he starts to stab them. Uh, Brian Hartnell, he... He claims he faked dead. Yeah. I think he got stabbed ten times. He got stabbed ten times. Um, and they said... Cecilia actually gave up more of a fight. Hmm. And she got stabbed way more. Uh, killer takes off. Writes a letter on Brian's car. Uh, now, especially like in the movie, they leave this part out. Cecilia lives for two days. For real. Yeah, Brian's yeah. able to get out, get help, uh, but she dies two days later of a coma. Damn, they, they they didn't put that in the movie. I didn't actually. I didn't know that. I just know she died and he survived. Yeah, and uh, 
he was always the one people they would keep going back to for descriptions. Right, exactly. He claimed to have seen uh, like light brown hair under the mask, which kind of plays a factor into the suspects. Right, exactly. Uh, so then on October 11th, 1969, we have our uh, final uh, known victim. Uh, Cab driver. Paul Stein, age 29. Yeah. But if you notice, there's like a... A similarity. So, you have two male victims that survive. Right. David Faraday sadly didn't, but Michael Majo and uh, Brian Hartnell. Brian Hartnell, yeah. They survive. So, I don't know if they're just lucky. I don't know if he was just being sloppy or... I, it's. He says he... I, I think it's just sloppy. He says he likes killing people, but it seems like he doesn't know how. Well, he's got no motive either. Yeah, exactly. You think it, he's got no mo. He's got no style. He's just, he's just he shoots. He shoots four people and then he stabs two. Right, exactly. It, it's, it seems like he's just doing it to almost like he's trying to like let his frustrations out. Doesn't uh, really have any real motive to do it. Like you said. So, Paul Stein was a cab driver. He was killed in Presidio Heights, uh, on the corner of Maple and Cherry. Uh, Pretty much, uh, my question is, why would you wear a hood in this whole get-up, you know, in this area where n- no one's going to see you? Because, right. it, I mean, it was a, a local park area, but clearly no one's around. Right, it was in a, in a very deserted area of it. Paul Stein is his first kill in a metropolitan area. True. Uh, it's a crowded area. It's San Francisco, Presidio Heights, San, uh, San Francisco, uh, yet... He's out there plain face doing this, you know, no, nothing to conceal himself. Uh, so he has uh, Paul Stein pull over, maple and cherry, shoots him in the back of the head, uh, gets out in front front seat of the car, and he's ripping off a piece of his shirt. Yeah. Uh, kids upstairs across the street saw, gave a description. Yeah. And then this is what I was saying, where cops let serial killer's go this yeah. comes into play so there's a description that they were looking for an African American male but the real description was uh, thick build possible 40s glasses red hair and a crew cut well uh, nice. there was a detective I think his name was like or an officer Falk yeah and pretty much they stop him and he's like yeah some guy took off running into the park or whatever blah blah blah, blah. and they continued, and then it was after that it was corrected. So they believe they they him. saw him, yeah. So they took that cop's description. They took the kid's description, and then that's where we got that that infamous, well-known uh, like drawing sketch. sketch of him. Am I the only one who still gets creeped out by sketch art of of suspects? Yeah, because it doesn't look it's it doesn't look right. It's always something off. It's just I'm 29. I still get disturbed. Yeah, it's creeped gr- out when I go out, <laughs> especially when I'm watching Unsolved Mysteries and, and a sketch artist just comes on. I'm like, oh, there goes me. Yeah, it's tonight. time to get creeped out now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but this is where you know Detective Dave Toski gets involved, and uh, Dave, Mark Gruffalo. Yeah, Mark Gruffalo. <laughs> Everyone's just gonna be picturing the movie. Yeah, uh, but like. Just give put a face to the uh, Robert Graysmith is Jake Gyllenhaal. 
That's what he Apparently, looks like. Apparently, Jake Gyllenhaal was the one who was trying to get this movie off the ground. Yeah, he was. He was really into it. Maybe Jake Gyllenhaal was a Zodiac killer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Dave Toski, uh, he was known actually for being like a big city cop. Right. He was like the cop of San Francisco. He, apparently he enjoyed the attention, which also later plays into effect. Yeah, fact. exactly uh, does. I mean, even Steve McQueen modeled this character in Bullet after him. I guess he wore his gun holster a certain way. <laughs> and like, even Dirty Harry kind of... Yeah, kind of thing, kind of emulation of there, There's no way you can't watch Dirty Harry and think of the Zodiac, because the killer's name is Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... You know, do you uh, feel lucky, punk? Sorry, I have to say it. You mentioned you mentioned it, and I have to at least say it out loud. But this is the biggest change of mo. Yeah, in my opinion, because he he's doing it out in the open. Uh, well, I mean that he likes to sh- it's it just goes to sh- it goes to show that he likes the show. Yeah, but uh, Zodiac likes the show. He likes the pageantry of it almost. He likes being in the center of attention. Okay, so maybe that wasn't the, the Z three forty. I'm on this website right now. It just it's a, it all these letters are just confusing the fuck out of me right now. <laughs> um, Io nine. Well, he sent so many goddamn letters. letters. It's just well, then you know we get the fake pe- people coming in saying, "I am the Zodiac Killer." No, me, no, me. I am. I did it. Uh, well, I don't know how I did it, but I think I did. Well, then he threatens. After this, he mails in a piece of the shirt. Yeah, and then he threatens to uh, blow up a school bus or, or, right. or shoot out a school shoot, bus. Yeah, shoot a school bus up. Yeah, and shoot, uh, pick off the bouncy kitties as they bounce off one by one. Yeah. And at this point, the media is like, okay, well, do we... Yeah, do... Do we put this out I'll, in, in, in the, exactly. the open? Or what do we do? Because at this point, he's a terrorist. Right, exactly. So this is another change of MO. He's going from talking about uh, just killing people Random here Random people here and there, and then he's just like, I'm killing kids. Get ready. And he had a whole plan how he was going to do it. He, he, had, he was going to like put a bomb on the side of the road. Yeah. But this at this point, it just seems like it. It almost sounds like it's his fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's no real concrete plan when he describes it. There's he obviously uh, spoiler alert. He didn't do it. Yeah, he even kind of called the cops idiots if they thought he was really gonna do that. I don't know if that means he has some sense of morality. Uh, y- you know, um, it's it's interesting because he. Other than the cab driver, he goes after people who are in relationships. Well, if you think about it, when he, he when he mails in the shirt, that's really the only true tie to him, evidence wise. Yeah, exactly. is that shirt. And uh, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but that that's where a lot of people think that with Robert Graysmith's book is he kind of found ways to link all these murders together with just the Zodiac like they could have been different murders but then he kind of makes some find ways to make them the Zodiac yeah make them the same because they could have just been people taking credit for shit yeah it's true that's how I'm looking at it well do you ever hear the water theory what's the water theory that he all the killings just happen to be near water Oh, he's a he's Lake Herman Road oh, Blue Rock no. Springs do you mean to say He's the creature from Lake, the Black Lagoon. Lake Berryessa. Like, there's just, like, this water-themed... He's a water monster. 
Nah, he's what it. I mean, but like, what's like? Okay, okay, but when you get to that theory, why is it water? And then people, yeah, it. And then people, and then people start. And this is where the crazy shit comes in because people are gonna be like, like I said, like I was just joking around. They're like, well, he might be a creature from the water. <laughs> do you, do you think it's possible? There's a like a a kappa on the loose. A kappa, for those who don't know, is a Japanese water yokai. A yokai is like a creature <laughs> of legend or like a ghost almost. Uh, if you need more information, tune into Yokai Watch. It's on Netflix. It's a pretty good show. It's a show for kids. Children's show. <laughs> uh, so I lost. Tri- when was okay? So <laughs> Paul Stein was in uh, October 11th. So also in October, uh, he spoke to Melvin Belli on uh, I believe it was called like what the Jim Dunbar show or something. Yeah, he called in on the television show. Yeah, Jim Dunbar show. Uh, Mel Melvin Belli was like this famous. Uh, celebrity attorney he's worked with the rolling stones and all these other yeah uh, celebrities and uh he's calls in to speak to him and, and he goes by the name of sam this is another leads into another episode i like to do the name sam why would you choose that name yeah exactly that's why personally i feel like the zodiac and i'll say this right now my theory is it's multiple people which like is, it's a, it's, a, it's son of Sam. If you look into the son of Sam, David Berkowitz has stated that there's multiple people that were doing those killings in New York. Really, even women, and that's why the son of Sam always had different police descriptions. Like people walk around wearing with blonde wigs. Right. So what you're saying is the Zodiac is part of like a murder cult, almost a group or just yeah. multiple people because you have one description where he's. Uh, fat and balding you have one where uh he's got brown hair you have one where he's got red hair red hair although red in that's my alarm (laughs) time to get up eric it's time to start your day uh you know he calls in and he claims he kills because he has headaches and um he wants to meet with him uh melvin melia at daily city and uh, have you seen heard the audio yeah it's creepy uh, I want to say the movie kind of did capture it kind of yeah, perfect. Kinda I thought did. the voice was a little differently. Uh, plus, you got Brian Cox as Melvin Bell. Yeah, I like Brian Cox. Right. He, you know, he was the first Hannibal Lecter. Really? In uh, the movie Manhunter, Manhunter was based off the Red Dragon book. Yeah. But I guess there's another movie with a similar name that came out the same year that bombed. <laughs> so they called it Manhunter, but he was the original. On for like the first on-screen Hannibal Lecter. That's pretty fucking rad. And now he's doing McDonald's commercials on Pandora, so I don't huh. know how to feel about that. It's a weird transition, but hey, he man. could sell a cheeseburger though, man. Yeah, he, I, I want one. I want one now. Uh, Melvin Bell, I uh, even received a shirt, a piece of the shirt, yeah, and a, a letter, of the same shirt, yeah, uh, on December in December 1969. Um, Zodiac even gave him a call while he was gone. Yeah. And he didn't want to do it because uh, that means he knew exactly where he lived. He knew his phone number and all that. Well, so they later found out that the second call came from a mental institution. Uh, I could be pronouncing this guy's name wrong. His name was Eric Weil. Okay. And uh, they believe he was also the one. The, the TV show caller? Yeah. yeah. It's still a disturbing thing, though. Like, Because, you know... I mean, didn't but didn't the uh, show caller didn't he know details that only the police? No, I knew? think he was just 
bullshitting, like I kill children. I'm just talking about killing because I have headaches. Yeah. Basically. And I think he even screams at one point. Yeah, he does. I've heard the original audio. It is, it is creepy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... It's pretty... You know, and that's the thing. I think the movie captures that kind of creepy voice on the phone calls and, like, the dispatch phone call, just like that, goodbye, that, that monotone, but, like, it's almost sinister, too. Well, you know, in the movie, they, they cast different actors to play the Zodiac at different times in the movie to really just give the real the true idea of, like, there's so many different yeah, there's descriptions no, Nobody of knows anything about this guy. And that's I, I I can see how the I I because you know there's too many different descriptions of the person, and though that is kind of how human memory works, where uh two two like ten people can be involved in one incident with a murder or like a bank a bank heist, and each one will give a different description. So there's also this theory that the Zodiac, and then he's just they felt like he was just taking credit for murders that he didn't do. Right, like and the ones that were um. Further, like in a completely different county, like ten years before then, or like three so, years or so. I think you're talking about Sherry Joe Bates. Yes. Uh, this they actually found a letter on a desk. Uh, Sherry Joe Bates was in Riverside, 1966. Yeah, there we go. Uh, she was killed by the. Like, it was like a college. I forgot the name of the college, but it was like a college library. Uh, her car was disabled, and uh, she was stabbed outside the library. And Zodiac uh, took credit. And this also kind of plays in the the fact of the uh, Kathleen Jones incident, where he, Kathleen Jones, was driving along highway with her, uh, she was pregnant with a baby. Yeah. He pulls her over just like in the movie, and you know says, "Well, your wheel looks loose," and uh, offers help. Right. Exactly. And that's kind of what happened to Sherry Joe Bates, except he disabled the vehicle by taking the distributor cap off and offering her a ride, which also meant to believe that. They believed whoever killed Sherry Joe Bates knew knew her. Like, yeah, exactly. What, that's why she got in the car with them. Yeah, because who would give him the car with a stranger? Well, this probably won't. I'm sorry, it's Kathleen Johns. I don't know if I said Jones, but it's Kathleen Johns. I know she changed her name since then, but... And from that ride, from, from, from what I was reading, her ride with him was very fucking disturbing. Yeah, he was very weird. He was telling her to throw her baby out the window. Like, trying to get her to kill her baby by throwing it out the window. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she managed to jump out with the baby and and wait till someone else came out to help. Yeah. Um, but there was a certain time where he was just taking credit for, like, murders. Murders that he had nothing to do with. And people were starting to realize, it, you know, you were talking about how he was really desperate for attention. Yeah. Well, they said, like, every he was kind of fighting with, like, Charles Manson because all the, the Chan- Manson coverage that was going on. Yeah. Something would happen with Manson. Boom. Zodiac letter. Zodiac would say something. Something would come out with the Manson case. Boom. Zodiac letter. You know what? It's almost like... With the buttons, and he wanted yeah. buttons and everything. He wanted... It was like trying to build his own cult. He wanted to build his own following. It's almost like Homelander in The Boys. Have you watched The Boys, Eric? Dude, I just finished it yesterday. I don't want to talk about it here. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but... Oh, geez. my God. Can you believe when uh, Wolverine showed up and fought Homelander? <laughs> <laughs> um... So I guess we could talk about this, sh- this bloody shirt, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. There is this theory that Robert Graysmith had, like, more involved in the Zodiac than it was led to believe. Like, his real name is Robert, middle name, Gray, Gray. Smith. Uh, so he started at the Chronicle 
September 16th, 1968, right before the murders started. Yeah, right before. Uh, almost one year, yeah, before the, the first confirmed killing. Right, exactly, exactly one year. They said the letters only arrived on days he was working. True. Um, left out that, uh, they left out in the book that Zodiac's handprinting over time changed. That the letters... Uh, yeah, the handwriting would change over time. Um, to which it also meant, like, he could have traced it. People think maybe he was writing the letters. Hmm. Just kind of stir up. Like, he kind of took all these murders and made a story out of it. I could believe that. I mean, it's... It's not unheard of. He had access to the bloodstained shirt if he, he wanted did. to take part of it and, and mail it. He did, that's he true. He was the one that took the photocopy of it to... Put in the news. I mean, I could believe it. It's almost gives you. It kind of gives you the creeps though when you think about it that way too. Just like there's this person who's like taking credit for these murder, not taking credit, but like just like turning these murders into more than it was, almost stirring up panic and everything like well, that. Well, a lot of people that came out saying that they were being quoted by Robert Graysmith for shit they never said. Cops were saying this. Darlene Farron, uh, 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 Dean Farron, her, her husband. Yeah. Even said, like, well, he was quoting things that I never even spoke to the guy, and he's saying I said certain things to him. Hmm. Uh, he, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. He had access to everything he right did. then and there. If he, if, if he, I'm not saying maybe he is the killer, but. I mean, you could argue that he even heard the dispatch for the, uh, for the, me, the murder on. Well, uh, you're working at a central hub where all this is coming in. Yeah, exactly. If he really, wa- I think he was even a journalist at one point. He was, yeah. If he really wanted to, he could just take everything and make a fucking serial killer out of it all. Yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, some people argue that it was him that was doing it. I don't know about that. I think, or at least one of the murders or two of the murders he was involved in. I think we got our true Zodiac killing at Lake Berryessa with the the hood and the, the stabbing. Hood. Yeah, exactly. And. That's why I say the Paul Stein shirt is the true evidence to that. But, you know, then you got the letter, I think, came right before it. Let's just say that Robert Graysmith didn't write it and tie the other uh, four shootings or two shootings together. Yeah, it's true. He could have. I mean, it, the M- and it, it worked because the MO for both shootings is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... I'm, I'm surprised he was never looked at. I'm sure he was. I mean, he had to have been, but I heard it's very rare, too, also, that he got all this knowledge of, like, like he was able to see police files and shit. Yeah, that was... That is very weird. He's able to just look at... You can't look at a like police he report had, He had to have bullshit a lot of that book. He definitely had to have. It's crazy to think that... This was the only, but his was like his story was the only telling of this. He this he stuff crafted he what everyone knows. Yeah, like cops will look at that book and be like, "Oh, this is we we can go off his book for for knowledge." That's crazy. There's a whole other other book that debunks everything he talks about. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard that there are people who think that the Zodiac Killer, in between the other killings, went into like, I believe it's in between. The lake killing, where the one guy survived the stabbing, and Brian Hartnell, gunshot, right, yeah, and, and, then, and then the uh, cab driver, where he was working at some college, about two hours from there, and he was killing 
teenagers and college students there, like six. And he was killing them and leaving them on the side of the road. I don't remember exactly where I read that. I think I talked to you about it earlier and I uh-huh. got it confused with the co-ed killer. But it's not the same thing. It's similar, but not the same. So, if you go back uh, even further, there's another supposed Zodiac killing. Uh, Edward and Domingo. Like I said, I put my... my handwriting i i i I scribble shit down at work uh 1963 this happened at a beach Hmm. water water uh different mo though they uh but the same thing he brought his own pre-cut lengths of rope like he did at like berryessa for brian hartnell uh same ammo used in prior shootings that's true yeah except he burned the bodies but this is 1963, so he's. I mean, if this is him, he could just be inexperienced. Right. True. He doesn't. He want didn't. Maybe he didn't want. Maybe the killings were sloppy. He didn't want credit for those. He wanted credit for more successful murders. I guess you never know. I mean, this guy's got. It, it, the one thing I can say for the Zodiac is if he if Robert Gray Smith wasn't the one writing them, then this guy is a guy who likes attention, but only if it's successful. Well, I feel like his book really fucked up the, the chances of them really solving Finding it. Finding it, yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with everything points to Arthur Lee Allen. Right, exactly. And you can compare this to, we talked about this on our unaired version of John Bonnet Ramsey. Oh, where, yeah, exactly. Like, they looked at the family so hard at the family that they probably missed every fucking chance to follow other leads. Right, exactly. Uh, this whole book goes to... Uh, Arthur Lee Allen, the movie. Yeah. Arthur Lee Allen. There are other Allen, suspects. Yeah, exactly. There is a guy named Larry Kane who they thought was a suspect. Uh, my uh, one suspect, at least I think, looks just like him is Ross Sullivan. Who's that one? If you if you look up right now on your phone, if you look up Ross Sullivan, he looks like he sat down and they drew the photo on him. You know? I don't know much about his details, but everything is always Arthur Allen Lee. Oh shit! Uh, Arthur Allen Lee was a former uh, school teacher who got fired for uh, sexually molesting a child. Yeah. Uh, now he. Uh, God, my notes are all over the fucking place. <laughs> he claims that he was at Salt Point Ranch at the time of the Berryessa attack, uh, and when he was interviewed, he talked about having bloody knives in his trunk for killing chickens. Yeah. Uh, but in 1971 uh, a prior friend of his called Don Chaney claimed that uh, Arthur Allen Lee talked about killing people in the same sense and style as the Zodiac yeah exactly Uh, and that Lee even attempted to sexually molest Don Chaney's daughter and I guess he knew Arthur Allen Lee because of Lee's brother like they were, he was mutual right. friends. Mutual friends with his brother, and that's how he knew of him. But all the evidence from Arthur Allen Lee was circumstantial. All of it. He right. had a watch with the Zodiac symbol on it. And I heard he was just a very creepy guy. Yeah. Like he just had a way of just. You didn't want to be around him? Well, he's a child molester. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, regardless, uh, I, that's going to give a bad uh, vibe. vibe. Yeah. Um, hey, you heard that guy over there? Oh, that 
that normal looking guy? Yeah, he's a child molester. What a creepy looking dude. <laughs> like um, immediately, like once you get that stigma put on you, you're you can't be anything but. So they got a warrant in 1972 to look through his trailer. Yeah. Uh, they found they looked for handwriting and other evidence. All they found were dead squirrels and sex toys. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no evidence. Don Cheney at one point claimed that Lee knew uh, Darlene Farron, that he stalked her at, at the local diner she worked at. There was that claim. I, and that's in, in the book, that's like emphasized. Well, he was exonerated. Right. Exactly. I think that's right, right, right? Exonerated. Yeah, exonerated. Until, uh, you know, and it's sad because he, he, if he needed to get a new job, he had to bring a piece of paper and say, like, well, you know, I'm not a yeah. suspect anymore. Um, but then Robert Graysmith wrote his book. And Graysmith even claimed to have, like, stalked him. Yeah. So, once the book opens, it sheds more light on uh, Arthur Allen Lee. At one point, they, Mike Mojot, they point out a photo. And yeah, they give him a list, a set of photos, and he points at Arthur Allen Lee's photo. But he said he had, like, a face like this other person. Right, exactly. Like, uh... Well, I just looked at the Sullivan guy. Jesus, he looks just like the, just almost exactly like the photo, the uh, the sketch. I never really thought that Arthur Allen Lee looked anything like the suspects. So. No, no, he didn't. They look said like that the uh, the killer for a long time had a red crew uh, cut, and Arthur Allen Lee had dark hair and he was bald. Yeah. And they even said, it when they pointed Arthur Allen Lee, like. At that point in time, like 1968, when they took a photo of Arthur Allen Lee, yeah, he looked nothing like no. the police sketch yeah, at exactly. that at that age with the hair and everything. And they said he was like six and one or some shit. Mm-hmm. That you know, Mike Manjo said he was like five nine. So if you're sitting in a car looking at someone, if you see someone who's six foot, you're gonna think they're fucking huge. You're right, exactly. They're gonna you're gonna be looking at their crotch basically, in a in a in a in a in a compact car anyway. Now, he was in uh, near Riverside in right. 1966, around the time of the... Uh, uh, first murder. Sherry uh, Joe Bates. Sherry Joe Bates, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, it's all circumstantial. It is all circumstantial, and the interesting thing about it is how... All it takes is one person to twist circumstantial evidence into, like, oh, probably. I mean, even if I was looking at this, I would also think, I'm like, man, this guy's fucking sketchy, because... All the letters stopped. He went to jail for, right. for and uh, for I think in like seventy four or some 74, shit. Yeah, and exactly. then boom, they start up again. Right. So that they just gonna look suspicious. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is this is why it's unsolvable because there's just not enough. They're, they're just they focus on the wrong aspects of it. You know what I mean? They too many mistakes, and that's usually what happens with catching these these serial killers. Is there's too many mistakes on the police end of things yeah well at this point there's so much time has gone by yeah exactly they never had any dna no so they couldn't match him on dna they couldn't match him on prints or uh, on a handwriting even though he is ambidextrous yeah and ambidextrous people can actually change their handwriting to suit whatever they want which is pretty impressive there's a handwriting analysis and she said that pretty much the letters were a person's natural handwriting hmm. so whoever wrote the letters it wasn't like they were trying to disguise it yeah because it looked like it was written so quick that when you write something so quick you can't 
Yeah, you can't put any practice skill yeah. into it. Because, I mean, there's, like, drawing. Like, if you try to, like, mimic someone's handwriting, you're not writing. You're drawing at that point. Right, exactly. This, whoever was writing this was, like, scribbling it, like, really quick. Well, that's what that's another thing that points away from uh, Graysmith, then, writing the letter, so. I, I mean, there were some times where they thought some of the letters looked like the handwriting was traced. So, I mean, what do you... It, it wouldn't have been hard for Graysmith to take a photocopy of all the letters and symbols that Zodiac has used and copy. Yeah, make a copy. I, who knows? You know what I mean? I uh, mean, that's what that's the thing. Well, this is what also points to it being different killers because, like, the killer for the, the cab driver is a completely different description than the guy at the lake. Exactly. So, but the guy at the lake has more hair than... Um, Lee Allen, uh, what's the guy's name? It's a hole in the hair, honestly. Yeah, Arthur, Arthur Lee Allen. Arthur Lee Allen, because Arthur Lee Allen's bald. Um, I believe he's got side hair, like uh, George Costanza hair. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if the Zodiac claims to be this genius, then you're never gonna catch him. And if it really was Arthur Allen, Lee, do you really think it's not kind of stupid to be telling people your master plans? Yeah, exactly. And there was a lot of suspicion to the fact that Don, Don Cheney was even telling the truth. Because yeah. uh, people think that he was getting back at Arthur Allen Lee for trying to molest his children or child. Oh, really? And he was just trying to set him up. Because then he was he gave like another interrogation, another interview, and then a lot of his stories changed after the book came out. Right. Like that's where he mentioned, oh yeah, he knew Darlene Farron or whatever from the diner, but before that was never a thing. Hmm. So they looked into, uh, they re- reopened uh, an investigation in 1991. Okay. A year before Arthur Allen Lee died in 1992. Uh, they did find pipe bombs, a Luger, which is a gun, Zodiac yeah. watch, news clippings, hunting knives, same shoe size, oh, but sure. no direct evidence. Right, exactly. Oh, man. But Don Cheney, I mean, his everything he's saying on his timeline was off. And then he was pretty much just taking shit from the book. Right, exactly. Um, None of the descriptions match. It's kind of... If he didn't do it, uh, in a way, even though he, like, molested children, he's a child molester, in a way, though, he had a shitty fucking life from from then to the day he died. I mean... He's just, like, unlucky, shall we say. Yeah, okay. Just think about it. Because if I say he's unlucky, I'm not giving any sympathy to a child. Monster. I don't give no sympathy at all, but I'm <laughs> but saying... But, like, you can, from the perspe- from an objective perspective, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, this guy will... Oh, thank God, Eric. I was getting really worried for a second. I was like, oh, no. Let's redo this. I guess you could say pretty much... From an objective standpoint, his life went to even more shit. Yeah. He went from being a child molester to uh, a supposed serial killer, but they couldn't prove it. So this whole t- like, even if he is trying to like reform himself, he really doesn't even have a fucking chance. Yeah, there's no chance. Is what that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. He has no chance to reform himself because now in the public eye, he killed this guy. He will always he will go down as a child molesting serial killer. The most likely to be the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah, a child molesting serial killer. It's like, what's worse than a. <laughs> What's worse than a ch- rapist? <gasps> a child. 
And you hit all these other suspects. I mean, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, was a suspect at one point. Yeah, but that's... Did you know he was from Evanston? Huh. Yeah, he, he's a Chicago boy. He's a hometown kid. Represent. Uh, I guess... The Dave Toski was looked at at one point because he wrote in... I guess there's like a newspaper cartoon that was based on him. Hmm. Or they used him as a character in a cartoon. And he was writing in fake, forging fake fan letters. To, and <laughs> so because he did that, they thought maybe he was doing the same thing with the Zodiac letters. Oh and he was taken off a of homicide for the rest of his career. <laughs> and he was putting like burglaries and robberies and shit. Man, you, you know what? I think the ultimate uh, lesson here is uh, police reform is important because they're not catching these guys. So I say we should give guns to every child. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> and, and a child to every gun. Jesus Christ. Stop those child molesters in their tracks. Uh, and then since, the, and since the Zodiac, I feel like we've had more copycats or be, like BTK was trying to do the same thing yeah, cat, and mouse. Do, cat and mouse chase but he was an idiot and sent the floppy disk because oh my god what a dummy it, the I thing mean, with Dennis Rader is he asked the police hey if I send you a floppy disk can you trace it like the cops are going to be honest no you can send it it'll be <laughs> safe don't worry we won't try to hunt you down hey buddy it's okay we're not gonna try and kill you or put you in jail uh, New York had their own Zodiac oh really it was a copycat killer who claimed he was gonna kill uh, each month a person from that uh, Zodiac sign which huh. is kind of stupid because you would have to know that person sp- personally to know yeah, their birthday you, for the you zone. really you really kind of narrow down the list of suspects and this was in the 70s i mean if that was done now all you got to do is a quick search of facebook yeah exactly. <laughs> like mutual friends boom well i mean and here's the thing too i mean i feel like being a serial killer is harder but at the same time somewhat easier in a lot of aspects than it was in the past like harder oh, well, D- there was no fucking dna back then yeah exactly there's uh, no DNA. i mean think about it i mean just think about it right now and like if this were 1930 19 19 no 1970 even as soon as early as late as like early as 1970 is like recent right yeah you and i you say okay i want i don't want to be eric wong anymore i want to go i'm just gonna be somebody else so you'd move to a different place Far away from where you are. You are. could easily forge a social security yeah, card. Forge a social security number because they're not really keeping track of them yet. It's nothing's digital. It's nothing's all digital. handwritten. All handwritten. And if they do catch on to you, it'd be like years down the line. And you just move again. And then you then people are like, "Oh, what's your name, stranger?" Uh, Lance Johnson. Okay, <laughs> I have no reason to believe you're lying to me. Well, okay. So look at this. You had the Golden State Killer raped over fifty women, killed how many? Uh, I think his name is Joseph D'Angelo. Uh, yeah, Joseph D'Angelo. They just recently caught him 72 years old. They got him from doing those uh, genetic uh, history tests. What an idiot. That's how they got him. They, oh they, they took God. the DNA that they had and ran it through the uh, Ancestry. Ancestry.com. Yeah, something like that. Well, because it's, it's, it's public. Yeah. And uh, they were able to narrow it down. Dumb. So I, we don't have Zodiac DNA. He didn't, it's not like he was licking the stamps on the letters. No, he, the, was, yeah. he was pretty... I mean, for a guy who didn't know... That the, again, maybe... Let's get a little crazy here. Maybe the Zodiac was a time traveler. 
He knew DNA was coming. <laughs> I mean, that's why you don't have many serial killers nowadays. Because I watch Forensic Files. They get caught almost immediately. And they're, they're, slop- and they're sloppy. We have come a long way, though, in Forensic, in forensic Science. Thankfully. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. So... But then look at the people that tried to. They, uh, remember when people were trying to solve Jack the Ripper? Oh yeah. They had like Catherine Eddowes or one of the Elizabeth Stride's scarfs. Yeah. And they found DNA on it. Like we found the Jack the Ripper. And in, in my head, I'm sitting here like, you realize she was a woman of the night, right? That could have been anyone's semen. Semen. Oh my god. That could have been anybody's to... baby juice, Sarah. Like. You didn't find shit. You no. just took... All you pro- was able to prove is that you can take DNA from the late 1800s and narrow it down. Hey, well, that's... It's impressive. That's pretty neat. But you're... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Now, what would have been cool is if they had hair from H.H. H. Holmes, and then they did that, and were like... Ooh, well, there's that show, watch. American Ripper. Oh, is that good? I didn't watch that. Where H.H. Uh, H. Holmes is the great-grandson... Is trying to prove that his great grand great great grandfather was Jack the Ripper. Oh right, because he's got like let like journals of from H. H. Holmes that were like I'm in London right now, and it's the something same like that. Jack the Ripper. Well, they were able to prove that it, <laughs> yeah. it was false, but he still believes it. But uh, dude, all that shit's fabricated. Yeah, it's all a bunch of bullshit. It's it's just entertainment. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's a, I think the weird thing with with serial killers, it's in a fucked up way. It's all entertainment now. Well, yeah, and that's the sad part about me. It me personally, why I have always been in the true crime and serial killers. I love horror movies, all right. But you know, you go to bed at night. Michael Myers ain't real. Freddy Krueger's ain't real. It doesn't really get to you. It's real life shit. I think that's scary. So in a, yeah. in, in a way, for me, it's a way to kind of a scare well you know i never used to, uh, you know you know me for 16 years i used to hate horror movies because um but i more so than that i hated true crime shows because it's all my mom and like my parent my mom my uncles would watch like forensic files and shit like that but the one that scared me the most was um america's most wanted i never t- i never watched that as much it because and i don't know why but like the idea that like these this guy's dangerous. He he took a he took a knife and he put it in his like back pocket and then he stabbed some dude on the randomly in but the see, street. A show and like they can't, that can't exist anymore. He can't. And then it's just like, oh, and we haven't caught him. Oh. <laughs> you could leave my house now and go to California by either bus or train or plane and they have ways, cameras, satellites, they can follow your every fucking move. Yeah. So. For only $200 of taxpayer money. See, for me, it was always Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, uh, to this day, that's one of my favorite shows. I've seen the, the series like 13 times. I can't watch it. It creeps me out. Dude, imagine. Because it's real. Walking at night and that plays on your iPod, the theme song. When I used to go skating at night. Back, back in high school and shit, and that, uh, I was on my way home from, from the skate park. I'm like two blocks away from home. <laughs> and I'm gunning it home. But, you know, it's just the advancement in technology. It's just... It, it really changes the game on how, like, these things work. And also just, 
I was joking around, but like the way police, the like the way they handle crime scenes now is even small departments, like in the case of John Brene Ramsey, the way they've never had a murder before, they know how to handle a crime scene now. Yeah, because a lot of places. Okay, honestly though, that is one of the most fucked up crime scenes. Not oh my not God. not. I mean, when I say fucked up, I mean like now that it was like a graphic crime scene. No, but they 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 botched it. Yeah, they just shitty police work. I've never seen a crime scene. Let's keep everybody in the house. No, get the fuck out of the house while we do our search. Hey, hey, prime suspects, the parents, do you guys you guys want to help us look for your daughter that's missing? Oh, how convenient. You found her in the basement. Oh, my God. And I, I just didn't see her when I was down there. But thank God you, the father, prime suspect, found her in the basement. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you ever think the Zodiac will ever be solved? Hmm. You know what? I think it will be solved. And do you want to know what my theory is? I think it'll be solved completely on accident. <laughs> I don't. I think there's there's so many people claiming oh, my father was a Zodiac. My uncle was a, My mom was a Zodiac. My baby's a Zodiac. Uh, there was one guy, he wrote a fucking book trying to claim that his father was a Zodiac. Yeah. It was all bullshit. And he was just trying to get famous off of it. And it was a bestseller. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, shoot, Zodiac sells. I mean, maybe here's here's the crazy thing: the Zodiac has already been solved, and they're just using it to sell shit. Because I mean, it, mm. it'll never not sell. It will never it's still not sell. It's still an open sell. case. Yeah, it'll never not sell. I though. personally, I think whoever, it was, if it was one person, they're dead. They're dead. They're long gone. And if they're not dead, I give it ten more years, and they're for sure dead because it, this shit happened in the, the late '60s. Yeah, and and. and or if you want to tie it back to the, that one murder I told you where the bodies were burned in 63. Oh, yeah. It's early 60s. So there's no way. <laughs> there's no way the guy's still uh, I have a theory that it was multiple people. I, I can, I, you know, and then I can believe that because of just the evidence shows. Um, Deep down, I feel like it was California's version of Son of Sam. Because yeah, the Son of Sam killers, like I said, they. I, I want to do a whole other episode on it, but. I'm down to find out about that. I'll research it with you. Um, yeah, claim that multiple killers for like a cult. I don't think that the Zodiac was necessarily a cult. Could have been. It could have been. You know, and and here's the crazy part. Maybe he was a part of the the main suspect. I can never remember his name. I wanted to. I was almost Arth- said, uh Wait for Zodiac. Yeah, for Zodiac. I almost said Arthur, David Hyde Pierce. Arthur. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the dude from Fraser. Miles. <laughs> uh, Arthur Allen Lee. Arthur Allen Lee. You know what? And crazy shit, he could have been part of it. I think in the book, he they use a pseudonym. And Graysmith, like, described Arthur Allen Lee so much that people were messaging, or not messaging, calling Arthur Allen Lee. Like, I think they wrote a book about you. Oh, God. Uh, I just, I feel like so much time has gone by that it won't get solved. Uh, you know, it could be either or... You know, I that's why I said it, somebody will solve it on accident. Like, not even trying to well, solve it. But like I said, so many people claim that... Oh, I know who the Zodiac is. So many people try to crack it. I'm pretty sure cops in San Francisco are like, we don't fucking care anymore. I'm sure, like... Sadly. I'm sure there's a... The rookie beat in, like, a lot of departments, is, a lot of uh, precincts is just... Alright, you're on the Zodiac line. The what? The Zodiac cot line? You're sitting here all day... Hello, I'm the Zodiac. I took a dump in the woods once, and I just lost my mind, and I murdered somebody. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I'm sure... Uh-oh. I just tapped the mic. You're good. Oh, my God. No, but I'm sure, like, I'm sh- I'm, I'm sure so many people, like, have... Tr- and it's the thing of it is, so many people have tried, tried to solve it, 
that I just think the moment you're not trying to solve it, like truly, that it's truly given up is when either somebody's going to come forward, like my 110 year old dad, he's a Zodiac killer. I know because I've got everything here. So do you believe in the fact that like maybe Graysmith was really involved? Um, I can, you know what? I do. I do. You know, and if it's the multiple things and if it's a murder cult, like, yeah, he definitely could have been involved in it. I can believe that. Me personally, I feel like he fucked up the whole case. Oh, for sure. Again, it's just like the John Bernay Ramsey. You give this guy so much access to... You give this guy so much access just to, like, all the evidence, all the stuff, and it's just like, were you, were you filming me? I feel like he just... He distracted... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he distracted everybody from possibly... Well, yeah. He, he, pretty much, he sent everybody on a tunnel vision to Arthur Allen Lee. Yeah, and as opposed to a wild goose chase, it was just like... I mean, even Dave Toski thought it was him, too. But it was like I said, it was all circumstantial. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to say. Like he kind of is unlucky. Like if he was really like a person trying to reform, it was really stunted by the fact that everyone was like, "You're a fucking zodiac." Yeah, but also like, if was he really trying to reform? He's going around saying, "Yeah, I killed these people. I'm a murderer." But that's what that's what I'm saying though. Apparently, like we're a lot of that could have been made up by Don Cheney. True. Who knows, you know, it's just at this point, nobody knows. Nobody can know. Do I think Arthur Allen Lee was a Zodiac? Honestly, no. No, I don't think so. I I think it was just all tunnel vision. Was he a piece of shit child molester? Yeah. Uh, But I... I, There's there's two things. Either the Zodiac killer is multiple people or there is no Zodiac killer. I think it's multiple people. And it's just different murders. I think it's multiple people. Yeah, it's got... Because there's no way... There's... And the descriptions keep changing keep shifting and there's no description for the first the first murder um, Dude, by the by there the is the list of suspects are endless at yeah. this point but if we're gonna look off by looks ross sullivan oh my god dead i saw his picture oh i my. didn't i didn't get enough cha- uh, time to look into him but him, him and probably maybe larry kane look somewhat similar but yeah. ross sullivan literally looks like someone just took his photo and sketched it out. Talk about unlucky. Like, if it's not you, like, for at least two years, you're just going around here at the grocery store. I mean, it became a joke. They're even saying Ted Cruz, the politician, was a Zodiac. Uh, Because he is. (laughs) No, he's just a little weird freak who likes to watch porn where, (laughs) like, mom porn where the the woman looks like his wife. I'm not even gonna get into that. Uh, It's so funny. Oh, also, um... (laughs) You gotta look up this video. Um, our mutual friend Cody sent told me to look at it. It's Ted Cruz does Simpsons impressions. Oh Jesus! It's it's awful. <laughs> They're bad, but he's like so he like it's like he believes he he's he's good at them. I have to show you one more time. <laughs> uh, people look it up. Also, uh, Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer, and he's also Ted Cruz is my uh, great grand uncle. Jesus, um, and I'm his dad. Time travels crazy, people. I think Zodiac, we're good. <laughs> Zodiac for life. We might wrap this up. Uh, thank you for listening to the Totally Wrong Podcast. Please leave me a rating and review, and you'll get a shout-out on a future episode. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at the Totally Wrong Podcast. And fuck it, follow me on Twitter. I'm not really on it, but why not? <laughs> um, follow me uh, to my house, but you uh, won't get a prize. You'll get... I don't know, man. Just don't be the Zodiac. Just don't be the Zodiac. Or be the Zodiac. If you're the Zodiac killer and you're listening to this, 
Come find me. I live at 123 Fake Street. All I could think about was Robert Downey Jr. from Iron Man 3. <laughs> I'm, I'm at home. <laughs> he called out the Mandarin, dude. He instantly regretted it. Can I, I wonder if I could do the Mandarin voice. The Mandarin voice. My favorite part is, is when he's like, he's like, why aren't we on high alert? I just called out a major terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, uh, as usual, it's a pleasure having you on the show. It's a pleasure to be uh, on the show. And once again, viewers, thank you for listening. And uh, tune in next time. Yeah, I don't know what the next episode will be, but <laughs> tune in next time. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.